0: Hidden cause number 14, why you still have low thyroid symptoms, even though you may be taking thyroid medication, even though your lab tests are normal. Hidden cause number 14 is a leaky gut that's causing decreased production of T3. So, normally when I tell this kind of T4, T3 story, I get a little bit, I get kind of to a certain part and then I kind of drop off. It's because I usually don't talk about the gut connection and how you use T3. So, let me explain that. You know, normally about 40%, 40 to 50 to 60% of the T4 that you make gets converted into something called reverse T3, which is biologically inactive, doesn't do anything. And then about 20% of it gets converted into active T3. And then there's another 20% that gets converted into something called T3 sulfate and T3 acetic acid. Now here's why these guys are important because in your gut T3 acetic acid and T3 sulfate can be acted upon by a little enzyme called sulfatase when that happens they get to go back into circulation as active T3 so what that means is is out of the total available T3 that you're gonna have you know there's a big chunk of it that is dependent on you having normal GI uh, activity and so if you've got dysbiosis or if you have a leaky gut or you've got some type of inflammation then you can't make this little enzyme called sulfatase and therefore you can't convert T3 acetic acid and T3 sulfate into T3. And so you end up with low thyroid symptoms which include things like depression, uh, hair loss, weight gain on a low calorie diet requiring excessive amounts of sleep, uh, muscle pain and joint pain, uh, brain fog, uh, dry skin, dry hair, uh, infertility, high cholesterol, Those are all the low thyroid symptoms that can occur if you do not have a healthy gut. So what makes a healthy gut? Well, typically what makes a healthy gut is good, what we call microflora. Or think of it like a garden. That's probably the best analogy, you know. A garden's got lots of vegetables in it, but not a lot of weeds. That's the way your GI tract is. The good bacteria that live there, they are your defenses. They're like your army. Uh, They help make some of your B vitamins, and they're your first line of defense. And the health of that garden is what allows you to take T3 acetic acid and T3 sulfate and use it and convert it into T3. If you don't have good GI health in there, if you've got inflammation or leaky gut or a parasitic infection or a food sensitivity, then it's going to decrease the ability of that enzyme to be able to convert T3 acetic acid and T3 sulfate into T3, which is something you could use. the, good, the other important point I want to make a, about this is that there's not a test you can currently do to look at T3 acetic acid, and T3 sulfate, and in fact, that little you know 15 to 20 percent drop off you might have in your total T3 levels may not be enough to change anything that you could measure on your blood work. So having this as a hidden cause is kind of a you know it's kind of a sticky situation because your your labs really do look normal, but you're not normal. <laughs> so what would be the key? The key is the person who's got low thyroid symptoms. Okay. But they've also got GI symptoms. They've got diarrhea or constipation or cramping. Um, they've got a, a malabsorption syndrome where, well, you guys you wouldn't know that unless you uh, had other problems. Um, they've got perhaps a, a stomach acid problem. They get bloating. Uh, they get uh, feeling like their stomach, their, their food doesn't empty out of their stomach. If you've got GI signs like that, plus you've got low thyroid uh, symptoms that's a pretty good probability that this may be, a, uh, may be a mechanism for you, and it may be a hidden cause. And it's hidden because your doctor has really got to dig for it. I mean, they have to do some thinking and digging and say, okay, look, they've got low thyroid symptoms. They've got a lot of GI symptoms that look kind of inflammatory. What do you do? Well, to evaluate that GI tract. You could certainly run different testing for gluten sensitivity, but the best one you could use is uh, Cyrex Labs. But I'm going to tell you you should save your money and just go gluten-free anyway because you're probably going to show up positive. Uh, you could also do a leaky gut test, uh, but most people have some degree of leaky gut, so there's not a lot of utility in doing that. You can do a stool microbial uh, ecology panel, which is going to do a DNA typing, looking to see if you've got parasites or fungus or any other type of bacteria, any type of weed growing in your garden that doesn't belong. But but the real key is you can do all that testing, but your doctor's got to know what to do with it. Okay, so, running and spending lots of money on tests is fine as long as your doctor knows what to do because you don't treat a lab test. What you're supposed to do is take care of the person and many times what a doctor should be able to do is kinda say, look you know what, you've got these symptoms, you've got these symptoms, let's do an investigation or let's do something and see if we can affect it. So hidden cause number 14 is poor conversion of T4 into T3 because you have gut inflammation, a leaky gut, and that's causing a problem with this enzyme called sulfatase And it's not allowing you to extract T3 acetic acid and T3 sulfate and turn it back into T3. It's kind of a long pathway, I know, but it's very real because a lot of women that are watching this video right now, they have it. So you need to find someone who knows to look for it.